Okay, welcome to Through the Eyes of a Therapist with Crystal Martinez Acosta. Today I have a special guest. Her name is Elisa. Say hi. Hello. All right, so today <laughs> we're going to be talking about introversion. And so, first of all, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Yes, my name is Elisa, as you just stated, and I have been a social worker um, for almost three years now. And um, yes, I also work, I'm a therapist for victims of crime and uh, previously had a career as a teacher at a high school here in El Paso. Oh, interesting. So what made you switch from being a teacher to a counselor or a social worker? Um, I, you know, teaching is such a, a challenging job, especially if you are in one of the core, um, the core subjects. There's a lot of uh, pressure and testing that comes with it and I just did not like the environment so much probably actually probably a little bit related to what we're going to talk about today but it was just difficult for me to always attend to like 32 people in a room at once and you're answering a lot of questions at the same time and you're explaining things over and over again and that's just um, actually a really draining job so you know I love teachers they do the hardest job in the world but I had to do something different Okay, so you, I guess, kind of got a little bit tired of the environment there. And so you said that it might be related to introversion. Can you talk a little bit about that? Um, yes, I, you know, I do consider myself an introvert. Um, and it's just interacting with people. That means that for me, interacting with people is very draining. And as a teacher, you know, that's really what you do all day long. You're interacting with a lot of people. Um, all day long so for me it was just really exhausting every day I would go home and just have no energy left for other things so um, I think I work much better one-on-one -on -one, which is what I do now and I definitely like that a lot better okay so now Elisa oh, I'd gosh. like to play a fun game with you that I invented this morning okay like five <laughs> seconds ago with you <laughs> And it's called, you might be an introvert if dot, dot, dot. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to put a timer on my watch here. And so okay. it's going to be one minute. You will have one minute to name as many things as you can related to introversion. But I'm going to have to give you a topic. Okay. So in one minute, you're going to have to name actions that introverts take so you may be an introvert if you do the following things okay are you ready sure set go if you're a teenager and you leave the living room to just be in your room and listen to music all by yourself okay that's one if um you enjoy doing activity solitary activities like reading or playing instruments or, I don't know, you entertain yourself on your phone or something. Um, I think a minute is a lot. Uh, okay, you might Well, be... you have like 25 <laughs> seconds left. Oh my gosh. Okay, you may be an introvert if you... Um, avoid, on, avoid, on. avoid small talk. You avoid small talk. Oh, okay. Yeah, small talk is not your thing. Or if you add a party... Uh, only talk to the few people that you know there and you sort of stick to them. Okay. And if you... Um, Ten. Ah. Nine. Eight. 
so much pressure. Six, five, uh, four, yeah, I, I'm three, out. two, one. Okay, you're out. All right, that's fine. So you got one, two, three, four, five, six. So you named lots of solitary activities, like listening to music by yourself, going to your room, right, if the mm-hmm. living room's too overwhelming. Sure. Um, you don't even have to be a teenager to do that. But. Well, no, that's true. But I feel like if you're an adult, kind of, it's your house or your place, so you don't necessarily have to go to your room. That's true. Imagine <laughs> if you're, like, hosting a party as an introvert, and you're really tired, and you want to go to your room. It's be like... You can. You can, but you'll lose friends. <laughs> I'll be friends. right back. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I'll be right back. I just need a recharge for a minute. I saw this funny meme on Facebook where it was like somebody had set up for like a birthday party you know those happy birthday banners that you like hang up and it's like individual letters that are metallic right so it said please leave by nine (laughs) so it was like okay like somebody who is an introvert through that party and made that sign because we really do want you to leave early please god yeah right like i think we do though yeah yeah yeah, because at the last gathering you had, I think we did all leave around <laughs> 9 or 10. Yeah. We left kind of early. We, But, you know, that doesn't mean the party is bad. That just means we're all, like, on the same spectrum. We're like, okay, thanks. Good okay, night. thanks, bye. Yeah. You know, we're all tired. And <laughs> I think I had explained before the gathering, too. Like, I was like, I'm really introverted, and it's kind of hard for me to, like... Have yeah. lots of people over and like I need to recharge. But and see, so people know me. I think you could get away with doing that because you are married to an extrovert. So he could kind of take over the duties while you took a ten minute break or something. That is so true. So my husband is an extrovert. When we first started dating, that was really difficult because <laughs> it was like, let's go here, let's go there, and I'm like, oh my god, yay, it's fun. But I would get so tired, like, really quickly. And I was like, what is wrong with me? Like, am I depressed? Oh, also, speaking about depression and introversion, um, people, I think, who are introverts get diagnosed with depression, even though they probably Mm -hmm. don't have depression. Because some of those, like, solitary activities, like isolating yourself and stuff Mm -hmm. like that, are similar to depressive symptoms. But the difference between depression and introversion is that depression... um, impedes upon your functioning right right? so then and you know in a similar vein because you say you're married to an extrovert i think it's also very difficult for kids whose parents are extroverted Mm. for them to understand that their child is fine they just need to be alone sometimes for a while unless that's completely new and changed from one day to the next right yeah unless that has just been a sudden change and they used to be super outgoing and suddenly are very withdrawn, then it is, you know, then it is something to be concerned about maybe. But if that's just them and they enjoy being by themselves and they enjoy maybe reading or doing other things and they don't necessarily want to be where everyone is all the time, you know, sometimes parents have a hard time understanding that. That's true. And so you talk about something really important, which is the sudden change thing. So like introversion is a personality factor. This is something that's inherent and really can't be changed this is something that is you know part of you it's pretty permanent and so if you do have like a teenager or a kid right or even like an adult i would sure. think right yeah, like you're extroverted and blah 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 and like everything's going so great and i just love going to parties and being around all these people but then all of a sudden like within the span of a couple of weeks 
it's like I'm shutting down and I'm like not showering and like I'm not coming out of my house, then that's like a concern, right? Right. Okay, so let's continue with the game. You're going to time me this time. Okay. Uh, You have a watch? Yes, I do. All right. So um, my category is going to be, you might be an introvert if you hate the following things. Okay. Okay, so you tell me when to go. Okay, give me a sec. She's checking her watch. Wait, where is the timing feature? That's okay. Here, look. This one has seconds on it if you want to use it. Okay, what do I press? Nothing. You just look at the seconds. Oh, okay. And then if it goes blank on you, you can just push one of the buttons on the side. Okay. Yeah. Okay, whenever you're ready, I think I will try to be ready. And hold on. In three, two, one, go. Okay, so you might be an introvert if you hate going to parties. If you hate uh, really loud places that are that have a lot of stimulation so like going to um like a concert or like a church service and there's all these blinking lights and like people around you bumping into you and all kinds of stuff like that um you hate ah let me think oh small talk right Mm -hmm. so how's the weather what you doing today like oh get away (laughs) um ah i can't really think of anything you're doing good you have 20 seconds I guess some might hate public speaking, but you know what? I don't really hate it, even though I'm an introvert. Okay, um, how, how much time do I have left? Ten seconds. Oh my god. Uh, you also hate, um, oh, being forced to, like, say hi to your relatives. Oh. Like, saluda, saluda. Like, go and, like, say hi to your parents or to yeah. your grandparents or whatever. And okay. Give them a kiss on the cheek. It's like, no. Time's up. Time's up. Okay, yay! Okay, I didn't even <laughs> count how many I got. Oh, you well, well okay. I think you got around more or less the same. Probably the same. Probably the same. So now we're going to do a combined... Although I think I said avoid small talk. I just want to point that out. That's true. <laughs> so does it... Okay, so then you win because if we got the same score and you're subtracting one of mine, then you win. We're That's not fine. competitive at all over here. Not at all. Oh, not at all. You're going down. Just kidding. Okay, so <laughs> now we have uh, the next part of the game, which is... I mean, it's a combined score game so we just have to name things that introverts love doing or things that we love okay okay and it doesn't have to be like you know the actual definition it can just be something that you love doing as an introvert and we'll just kind of go back and forth sure so we'll do one minute in three two one go okay i love going on walks i do that a lot I love walking around stores by myself without anybody talking to me. <laughs> I love bookstores because then I, I'm really just all about the books and, and getting several and seeing which one I like. I like sitting in my car when it's cold outside, but when I'm by myself and the warm sun's hitting my face. Okay. I like um, classical music when I'm really stressed out. I like going to the gym and kind of doing my own thing and not talking to anybody. Okay. Um, what else? Hmm. I like gatherings with uh, a few people that I'm close to where they already know me and there's no small talk. I like... Um, oh, my God. I like... I like cuddling with my dogs after work. In my room, by myself, with the lights off. I think pets, all pets are really good for, probably for both extroverts and introverts, but especially introverts because they don't, you know, they don't talk and they don't demand stuff. That's true. Although they do demand food at six in the morning. 
Oh my god, don't even <laughs> don't even get me started on that crap because it's like mine do. So you okay, so you told me that like a few weeks ago and then my dog started doing it like a week after. I swear. So now they wake me up at like 6:30 and I'm like, "Dude, go to sleep." Like, I'm not going to feed you. It is not breakfast time. I tell them, go night-night. I get up. I get up. I'll tell you why I get up. Because, like, if they if they wake me at around 6.30 or 6.15, okay, I do get up. Because when I work, that is the time that I usually get up and feed them. So that's a, the right time. Mm-hmm. But if they wake me up at, like, at 5, then I'm like, no, go back to sleep. You tell them? You're like, no. Yes. <laughs> like, go back to bed. Yeah. We have so, to be firm sometimes. We have pet issues, guys. So, I don't know. Maybe you guys have... Um, things to ask us too about pets. We love pets. So. Yeah, we do love pets. <laughs> um, I just don't like cats, though. I'm not a cat person. I know that you are. I think it's. I think people who are not cat people just never had a cat. I've never had a cat. Yeah, and I think that's why. Because once people have a cat, they love them. But I think really? you just yes. But they just seem so boring. No, they're not. <laughs> it's like they at just kind of sit there and they're like, "Feed me, okay? I hate you." They, you know, they they love you too. You know, they do interact a lot. Otherwise, people wouldn't keep them. I know? guess. Um. So cats are great too. They're different. I will say they're different. They're more a little bit more independent and more self sufficient. But um. But both are both are great. You just have to have one, and then you'll love them. You think that they're like introverts. Like Probably, their personalities yeah. are introverted. A little bit misunderstood because they don't they don't demand so much attention all the time. Like dogs need so much attention. When I first got a dog I was like, What did I do? <laughs> this is so much work. Oh my god, what did I get myself into? <laughs> but it is. Uh, it is a lot yeah. of work having dogs. Yeah, where's the cat, you know? You put litter down, they know what's for. And they just go. You don't have to usually show them what the litter is for. They just naturally they just go know. to the They're so smart, sand. you know. And, That's yeah. disgusting, though. I'm sorry, but, like, for me, it's like, where are you going to put that? Well, What's I guess... What's the difference between that and, and the a dogs pee-pee going pen or in... Yeah, on the pad or in I, the sand outside. I don't know. Well, There's I know no that difference. for, like, the pee-pee pad, like, you have to immediately pick it up. But, like, cat litter, you can leave it you there, have, right? You can immediately... Well, you can leave it, but you can also immediately pick it up. I, I mean. Well, I guess you have a choice, right? But everybody I know that has had a cat... I think leaves it there. I mean, because it's, I think it's like lower maintenance. You don't have to be chasing after the cat every time it goes to the litter box. It's like, whatever, right. I'll just pick it up later. Because it covers it, right? It like right. Digs well, a you little. don't want to leave it there. If it gets too dirty, they won't go in there. So. What'll they do? They'll go somewhere else. So you can't be dirty about their litter. They're oh, clean. Okay. So they're like picky. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. <laughs> no, it seems like a lot of work to me. Okay. All right, well, that was fun talking about cats and dogs and pets, and um, they are definitely introvert companions, but I have a few questions for you that I'd like for you to answer for our listeners so that they can get to know you a little bit more. Um, How would you describe your life outside of work? How would I describe my life outside of work? Yeah, like, um, since you're an introvert and stuff, like, how would you describe it? Like, tell us about your introvertedness. What do you do? So I guess during the week is really when I expend the most energy because, obviously, um, clients all day. And um, so during the week, I don't feel like I have a super lot of leftover energy. Um, so I do a lot of activities that don't require a lot of um 
I guess, interaction with people or put me in environments where there are tons of people. So I do, you know, cooking and um, I recently uh, started learning to play the piano. So I've been working on that. I'm still totally, oh, that's a, awesome. totally a beginner, but I'm enjoying the, the progress that I'm making. Yay! And uh, yeah, it's really fun. Um, there's computer programs, a lot of computer programs out there for anyone that's interested. And you can just do it at your own pace and do it at home. It's very different now. Um, you know, there's so many options to just do it on your own. But um, So do you have like a keyboard? and? I do. I have a keyboard set up and then that program gives you instant feedback when you hit a wrong key, for example. And it teaches you, um, you know, pop songs so that I don't have to learn like Twinkle Twinkle Little Star. Um, which you know there ain't nothing wrong with that no there isn't I just would rather learn a piece of a pop song than that you know Uh, something a little more current I remember those lessons as a kid where you had to learn like Twinkle Twinkle Little Star and Old MacDonald had a fun yes yeah so it's it's pretty fun Uh, there's a lot of different programs if you all want to look into it I won't mention any by name specifically but there are a lot of options now Cool. So it sounds like you have a mix of things that you do. I noticed that there's an overall theme, though, is that I don't think there's a lot of people involved. It's not like you go home and you're like, let's throw a piano party and like like doing this with all these people. Um, The other thing I wanted to know is, I guess, if there are other introverts listening out there, um, what kind of tips would you want to give them or advice on self-care and taking care of themselves because they're introverts yeah i i think that you just have to kind of do what you enjoy um you know to take care of yourself to have that balance because you're obviously required to do a lot of things that you don't enjoy or you're required to do things that are work related and so i think that also there's a lot of um so i kind of want to encourage balance though because it's like it's okay to say no if you really feel like exhausted and like you need to recharge. But I also feel that sometimes as introverts, we get a little too comfortable being on our own. And I think that I try to push myself to say yes to some to things, even when I don't, um, you know, even when I'm not entirely sure how much I'll enjoy it. But I'm like, okay, I'm open to the new experience or to doing something I haven't done or to hang out with people that maybe I don't know so well. Um, so I try to push myself a little bit because I think it's important to have balance and to do new things. So you're saying like to have boundaries, like if you really need to recharge and you're absolutely exhausted, it's okay to say no. Yes. Do you think people should try to explain introversion to their friends and family? Um, I think they don't, maybe they can just say that whole battery thing. I think everyone understands that, like... You know, I'm really, I had a really long week and I need to recharge. I think people understand that um, without you having to define that, you know, I am an introvert and blah, 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 you know. (laughs) Here's the textbook definition. Right. I I think that anyone understands the concept of just needing to recharge and, and, you know, have some downtime. Yeah. But then on the other side of boundaries is like having the balance, right? Right. So like not being a total hermit. Right. Right. Yeah, exactly. Because, you know, um, I've done, you know, quite some reading on people um, end of life thoughts that people have. Mm -hmm. And it's always like, I wish I had done more. And it's all 
people uh, often say, I wish I had spent more time with family or friends, or I wish I had done the, that thing that I was always afraid of doing. So if there's something that you've always wanted to do, but something has held you back, I think it's important to do it um, or to, to try to do it. Maybe it turns out you don't like it, but you know what? You tried it. That's true. So that you don't have regrets, right? I guess right. no regrets. regrets. <laughs> like those terrible tattoos. Okay. Is there anything else that you want to say to people about introverts? Maybe people who are trying to understand introversion and maybe they just don't quite get it yet or they're not bought into the idea of introversion? You know, um, if you don't quite understand it or someone seems to not want to hang out with you, it, it may just be not you, but it may be them needing to recharge. And maybe they don't have the vocabulary or they've never been asked to explain and they don't know exactly why they need to go home and just, you know, uh, be on their own for a little bit. But, you know, um, and you can always ask them or, or you know, bring up the topic of extroversion and introversion. That might uh, open some communication there. Right. Yeah, I think that's good advice. And I think people who maybe aren't buying into the idea of introversion... Um, like, oh, that's just being antisocial, or oh, they just hate people, or oh, like, it's like, no, there's like a label for this. We are now in a different era. <laughs> we don't like have to isolate people just because they don't want to hang out with you or because they have a more sensitive disposition. Um, but I think yeah. if also if you Google some books about introversion, there's a lot of choices. And I think that any of those books, whether you are an introvert and you want to learn about introversion or maybe you're married to an introvert and you're an extrovert and you're like, God, what do I do with this person? Right. Mm -hmm. Like, how can I still have fun and how can they still have fun? Like meet in the middle. Right. Yeah. 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 And, and you know, it takes all kinds of people to make up our society. It, you know, we benefit from extroverts. The tribe benefited from extroverts going out and exploring and that they were just willing to go and jump into the water or whatever. Mm -hmm. uh, but the tribe also benefits from inter introverts who were more observant and cautious and, uh, you know, maybe made less risky decisions that oftentimes kept the tribe alive as well. That's so true. you need both. So you need both. Yeah, that's true because there are different skill sets, I think, that come with each type of personality. And it's just you know, working together to respect that. So, for example, like in my marriage, my husband's an extrovert and I'm an introvert. And so the example you had brought up earlier is that if I'm at a party and I'm exhausted, he can take over all, like, the hosting duties, which he's really good at. Like, mm -hmm. when you got here for the interview, he came and brought you water, right? He's right. like, hey, how are you doing? Want some water? Whatever. I walked <laughs> away from you, and I was like, she's fine, whatever. Like, <laughs> I know that she's just going to wait for me yeah. in front of the microphone. Like, it's fine. But I think that's kind of, like, how we complement each other. Right. Or, like, if I'm really kind of just in a rut or something, he's like, we need to, like, leave the house. Like, this mm -hmm. is probably not healthy. So then he brings me toward, like, a more balanced sense of, right. I guess, introversion, being an ambivert. But I think, like, it's really interesting that there's also different variations on introversion, right? Like, how I said earlier, like, I'm an introvert, but... I'm not afraid to speak in public or, mm -hmm. like, I can have a conversation right. or be so a therapist. So, introversion is not the same thing as, for example, shyness, you know? Because mm -hmm. it gets mixed up with that. Yeah. Right? Like, oh, she's shy. And it's like, no, maybe she's introverted. Right. Just 
needs some time away from you or time away from people doesn't mean that she's shy. That's totally true. Mm. Were you ever described as like shy or did you ever, anybody ever label you with any other different things aside from introversion that were kind of similar? I mean, it's possible. I can't recall specifically um, being called shy because I wasn't really, so um, my background is that I had to go to a lot of different schools and I was just always kind of thrown in um, to new situations all the time and I just kind of had to deal with it and I think that made me um, not afraid of a lot of things and that made me, that kind of forced me to interact probably more than I would have otherwise because if you don't, if you're new at a school and you don't interact, you're never gonna have any friends uh, you know, because people who stay in the same environment, they kind of have built-in friends and groups they that they know. Um, mm-hmm. So I think I was always forced to extrovert a little bit more. But growing up, also, I was an only child. So at home, I had a lot of downtime. I had a lot of reading, a lot of music. Um, I could do a lot of things on my own. So I, I had that at school, being more a little bit more extroverted, and then getting home and just having time to recharge yeah that's interesting how even sometimes our environments make us I guess want to like survive those environments right Right. like um for example how you had to when you were at school you felt like you needed to make friends so like being an introvert and like shutting down I guess to recharge at those moments is not beneficial so you know one thing that people I think used to talk to me about was like being flaky Mm. right and like people would invite me to places or whatever and I'd be like yeah cool that's awesome I I didn't want to hurt their feelings or I felt obligated to because I was close to them or it was something important but then at the last minute I was like oh my god I can't like I just and it wasn't Mm -hmm. necessarily like I was anxious because that's like social anxiety social phobia I think it's more like I am so exhausted from everything that I just did Mm -hmm. and I need to like stay home and recharge because if I go I'm gonna be like all zombie like or crabby you know or not very happy about it so why am I gonna go and show up with my big old carota like you know so I think that people might perceive introverts as like shy or flaky Mm -hmm. or whatever it's like no like we just have to take care of ourselves in a different way right yeah so recently we had training in emdr and it was three long days three full days with a group of like 20 plus people yeah and the and we had to do like small group work and lots of interaction with a lot of people and so it was really draining for me Mm -hmm. and it was um really tiring and then at the end um I got invited for drinks but I was like well I don't really drink and I'm like actually is that true because you do drink so then what are you supposed to say like just tell her the truth so Mm -hmm. I told that person who invited me you know what I'm actually really tired and she's like oh no cool like I understand so Mm -hmm. I had to kind of start learning as like once I learned a little bit more about introversion and I officially kind of labeled myself like that, then right. I had to learn how to say no and be direct yeah. and upfront about it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think people appreciate that honesty, you know, I, because like you say, you don't want to be labeled as flaky, right? And you don't want to promise to go to this thing and then you end up not showing up, which might hurt somebody's feelings if they really wanted you to go. Um, so I think it's good that 
that you know you're able to be honest I also think it comes with age a little bit mm-hmm. you know when you're younger you feel very obligated to be more people pleasing and then at that's some point true. you're just like I don't want to yeah and that's I don't true have to, you know? that's true I think that's, and that's so true. yeah and I feel like I've grown into it because I am a little a little slightly very few years older than you. <laughs> very few dog ears just kidding thank you uh but yeah i i just i try to be honest with people if i already in my head think that i'm just too exhausted to go i kind of let them know you know i can't make it or or i already i have a conflicting um event or something but if i say i'm going i do try to go you know otherwise i won't say it Otherwise, mm. I don't say that I'm going. Yeah. You know what I mean? So you just don't make empty promises. Right. And hurt people's feelings or affect their plans in some way. Yeah. All right, Elisa. I just want to say thank you so much for being on the show and being on the podcast. So this is my first interview, and I appreciate your support. Oh, you're it welcome. Was, it was really nice to talk to you about this topic. I guess this is this is it for this episode. So thanks yes. for listening to Through the Eyes of a Therapist with... Crystal Martinez Acosta and Elisa. Bye, everybody. Bye. We did it. We, we did, did it. it. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No eating here tonight. No, 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 no eating, eating here tonight. tonight. We're on a diet. <laughs>